This is Business Mirror's Dennis Estopase, and you're listening to the Brother Look Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Table Tales Tuesdays, a segment of the Business Mirror Brother Look Podcast that talks about agriculture and food. The Brother Look Podcast is produced by T. Anthony Sikabangon, publisher of the Business Mirror. Today's episode focuses on government's initiatives for the livestock industry based on the stories by Business Mirror reporters Radi Sousa, Butch Fernandez, and Jovi Marie Del Cruz. For more stories on agriculture and food, please visit the Business Mirror website. For the print edition, please go to the Agriculture and Commodities section of the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Some government officials believe that the first border inspection facility for agricultural imports will make it easier for the Philippines to secure its borders and prevent the entry of transboundary animal diseases. Agriculture officials also said the cold examination facility in agriculture, or CEFA, signals to the world that the Philippines' commitment to implementing meaningful reforms in the agriculture sector. The Department of Agriculture has allotted 2.3 billion pesos in its 2023 budget for the construction of the cold examination facility in agriculture, which would include hubs in Cebu and Davao. The cold examination facility in agriculture will house, quote-unquote, state-of-the-art testing laboratories. According to the Department of Agriculture, the cold examination facility in agriculture aims to strengthen the country's capability to conduct first border inspections and improve its examination of containerized agricultural commodities as well as prevent smuggling. According to James Layub, Assistant Secretary of the Department of Agriculture, all imported agri-fishery products are to undergo a 100% examination by the various food regulators. He said some of these regulators are the Bureau of Animal Industry, the Bureau of Plant Industry, the Bureau of Fisheries and Aquatic Resources, and the National Meat Inspection Service. Agriculture Assistant Secretary Lyon said during the signing of the Memorandum of Understanding for the Cold Examination Facility in Agriculture last July 20 that from the port of entry, the commodities are brought to the various cold storage facilities which are beyond the supervision of the Department of Agriculture. According to Assistant Secretary Layo, the Cold Examination Facility in Agriculture, or CEFA, makes it easier to secure the country's borders. The Department of Agriculture partnered with Pacific Road Link Logistics Incorporated, or PRLI, for the construction of the country's first border inspection facility on the firm's property at General Alejo Santos Highway, Angat, Bulacan. Under the agreement, the PRLI allows the government to use for a maximum of 25 years its 10-hectare land for the cold examination facility in agriculture. The facility will include a laboratory, an incinerator, a container yard, and parking for trucks, among others. According to the Agriculture Department, the facility will be operated by food safety and regulatory agencies under the Department of Agriculture. Other agencies include the Bureau of Animal Industry, the Bureau of Plant Industry, the Bureau of Fisheries and Aquatic Resources, and the National Meat Inspection Service. The Agriculture Department said it expects construction of the facility would be finished after six months or eight months. The facility will initially function as a 24-hour off-dock custom facility 
to handle agricultural importations from the country's two main ports, the Port of Manila and the Manila International Container Port. Once operational, the Department of Agriculture said the facility is expected to employ about 1,500 to 2,000 unskilled workers in Bulacan. According to the chairman of the Senate Agriculture Panel, diseases that threaten the country's agricultural sector can now be more effectively averted because of the cold examination facility in agriculture. Senator Cynthia Villar made this point in her inaugural speech at the recent groundbreaking rights launching the cold examination facility in agriculture, or CEFA. Senator Villar, whose committee has held numerous hearings and investigations on rampant smuggling of farm goods and the ability of unscrupulous importers to bring in diseased animal meat, joined Senior Agriculture Undersecretary Domingo Panganiban during the groundbreaking of the facility that farm groups have hailed as a quote-unquote a good step forward. Senator Villar said this is the first and they hope will be at the groundbreaking ceremonies of other two more inspection facilities to be put up in Cebu and Davao. Senator Villar said the groundbreaking and signing of the Memorandum of Understanding for the establishment of the first of the country's very first border control facility is a milestone for the Philippines. Senator Villar said the cold examination facility in agriculture complies with the Food Safety Act of 2013 or Republic Act 10611. The lawmaker said the lack of adherence to the Food Safety Act of 2013 has led to the inadequate management of the African Swine Fever Challenge and created a risk of other diseases in livestock entering the Philippines. With the construction of the cold examination facility in agriculture, the senator said the risk of diseases and other potential threats to the Philippine agriculture sector. The senator said through the comprehensive examination and inspection protocols, the cold examination facility in agriculture will be a quote-unquote a crucial tool in detecting and preventing the spread of diseases in livestock, reducing the livelihood of outbreaks. The senator said all developed countries have these facilities as part of their strengthened food safety and quarantine and inspection regulations. Apart from the laboratory, Senator Villar said the facility will also feature a crematorium to ensure the safe disposal of confirmed agricultural commodities with quarantine violations if these cannot be returned to its origin. According to non-government organization Samhang Industrial Agriculture or SINAG, the facility is a game changer and is a dream come true for the local agriculture industry. A statement from SINAG it issued on July 20 read that it was consulted by the Pacific Road Link Incorporated. The company offered 10 hectares of its uncut property for the country's first cold examination facility in agriculture that will provide shipment inspection services in customs facilities outside the Philippines ports at no cost to the government. Lawmakers have repeatedly raised the importance of the cold commodity examination facilities for agriculture or the 100% first border inspection of agricultural imports to combat smuggling. But aside from preventing smuggling, Sinag said the CEFA will assure the country's food safety and public health from unsafe and untested agricultural imports that the organization said 
crippled and continue to devastate the agriculture sector like the African swine fever and avian influenza, among others. Sinag statements read that the African swine fever alone has ravaged the livestock industry and allied sectors by at least 70 billion pesos for the past four years. The group said only smugglers and those involved in illicit trade and their cohorts in government will make every effort to hamper the construction of the facility. The group accused smugglers as being behind the delay in the construction of the facility as its budget remained untouched for the past four years. Three of those years, to note, are under the administration of President Rodrigo Duterte. The organization said even as government officials broke ground for the CEFA, many smugglers are still trying to block its construction. The organization noted that agricultural smuggling has deprived government of much-needed revenues, hovering between 15 billion pesos to 25 billion pesos every year. Local producers continue to suffer from unfair competition as smuggled goods directly compete with local production, Sinag said. The organization added, quote-unquote, Worse, unsuspecting consumers have no idea of what they are buying, putting at risk public health and safety concerns. And because the African swine fever continues to threaten domestic pig production, Camarines Sur Representative Luis Raymond Villaferte even proposed that government subsidize the vaccination of hogs against the highly contagious viral disease. Congressman Villaferte said that the assistance should be directed to backyard racers whose farms were decimated by the fatal hog disease. The lawmaker issued a statement after President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. himself vouched last week for a Vietnamese vaccine which, the president said, was proven in field trials to produce sufficient antibodies against the African swine fever and is safe for use for domestic pigs. According to Congressman Villaferte, the Bureau of Animal Industry must mount a nationwide inoculation drive for domestic pigs as soon as the Food and Drug Administration gives its go signal for commercial use to the AVAC live vaccine and for the government to subsidize the cost of the shots for small-scale or backyard racers who have endured the brunt of the outbreaks in African swine fever. Congressman Villaferte added that the government needs to declare a state of calamity in African swine fever hit areas so it can look for and immediately release emergency funds to bankroll a mass vaccination drive this year and then set aside additional funds in next year's General Appropriations Act so that the Bureau of Animal Industry can sustain this inoculation project in the year 2024. President Marcos announced at a July 5 livestock event the completion of the initial phase of safety and efficacy trials for the anti-African swine fever vaccine that, he said, was found by the Bureau of Animal Industry to produce sufficient antibodies against the virus and are safe for use for local hugs. Congressman Villaferte also urged the Food and Drug Administration to speed up its registration process for the AVAC live vaccine so it can be available for commercial use. The lawmaker also asked that the Bureau of Animal Industry prepare this early by immediately requesting funds for the vaccine purchase 
and eventually overseeing the immunization drive in hog racing areas nationwide. An agency attached to the Department of Agriculture, Congressman Villafuerte said the Bureau of Animal Industry needs to subsidize 100% or at least half or 50% the cost of vaccine for small scare of backyard hog racers hit hard by the lingering killer animal disease. Congressman Villaferte believes many of the backyard racers are still reeling from the twin impacts of the African swine fever that surfaced locally in 2019 and the three-year COVID-19 pandemic and are in no position to pay for this medical expense. Citing assessments by industry players, Congressman Villaferte said that only an immunization drive can prevent more can prevent more ASF-related animal deaths, reverse the low hog supply in the country, reduce imports, and prevent a repeat of the escalation in market prices of pork products in the year 2021. The lawmakers said, quote-unquote, amid the proposed initial rollout of vaccines this year, the Department of Budget and the Bureau of Animal Industry can then work on a regular budget plan that can be incorporated in next year's General Appropriations Act or national budget so that the Bureau of Animal Industry can continue this year's vaccination drive in 2024. Michael Ricafort, Chief Economist of the Rizal Commercial Banking Corporation or RCBC, told the Business Mirror that the generally rising trend on meat imports as seen in the months prior to June may be partly attributed to the African swine fever spreading to more provinces, especially in southern Philippines, thereby reducing pork or meat production in those areas and thereby increasing pork and meat imports as seen over the past three or four years because of the African swine fever. Ricafort added that the one-year extension of the tariff reductions on pork or meat, rice, corn, among others, in an effort to increase local supplies and help bring down prices and overall inflation also led to a pickup in pork and meat imports. Ricaforta cited the data of the Bureau of Animal Industry that showed the country imported 229.2 million kilograms of meat in the first five months of the year. In May 2023 alone, imported meat stood at 65.511 million kilograms, higher than the 48.87 million kilograms in April, also higher than the 45.231 million kilograms in March, 39.311 million kilograms, and 30.276 million kilograms in February and January, respectively, sustaining a five-month uptrend. Ricofort added that the lower prices of imports amid higher prices or inflation, especially since 2022 amid free trade agreements, also encouraged increased importation of cheaper alternatives. In January to May 2022, imports also rose by almost 5% year-on-year, to 460,000 million kilograms, the Bureau of Animal Industry data revealed. The figures secured in June from the Bureau of Animal Industry showed that meat imports during the five-month period were 20,915.912 million kilograms higher than the 439,986.873 million kilograms recorded a year ago. The data from the Bureau of Animal Industry also showed that higher pork imports drove the increase in the overall volume of imported meat products during the reference period. The imports of chicken, buffalo meat, 
beef and even duck meat products decline year in year. We hope you enjoy this episode of the Business Mirror Bodolook podcast. As always, we are grateful for your support. For suggestions and comments, please email news.businessmirror at gmail.com with the subject line BM Podcast. The Brother Look Podcast is produced by T. Anthony Sikabangan, publisher of the Business Mirror. Many thanks go to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emmanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. This is Dennis Astopasi of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and be empowered. Catch you in the next episode.